September 25th, the new Fox Tuesday kicks off with New Girl's new season. Then welcome Ben and Kate. Stay away from my sister before you find out what six years of Rob McGaugh feels like. Well, like year and a half plus like four years on and off I was traveling. Followed by another all-new New Girl. What am I looking at here? Pure, unadulterated friendship. And the Mindy Project. Ah, can't believe you're tattling. Tattling is when a little girl does it, okay? When a hot woman does it, it's called whistleblowing. The new Fox Tuesday from your September 25th on Fox. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. Hello, everybody out there. Bing is for doing, and we are doing a Dexter pre show because it has not yet aired uh, from AfterBuzz. I am Steve Bodley. I am joined in the studio by... Sean Overman. Yes. And J.J. Jurgens. And again, if you'd like to join the conversation, just give us a call at 424-256-1729. And we're just going to spend about oh, 30 minutes, maybe 10, <laughs> 5. And we're just going to kind of recap you everybody back into the... Uh, the Dexter Groove. We've been out of it for a while. Mm-hmm. Got to get you fired up for the new gotta season. Get, you got to get all the knives sharpened and all the implements back on the... Cleaned. All cleaned and sterilized. <laughs> Although, uh, would you need to sterilize for his work? Well, he's, I, he's, I don't think so. You don't, but he probably does. He probably does because he doesn't want all that biohazard taken home mm-hmm. with him. Well, that's that, that, <laughs> what's, that is what will trip him up. Yeah. Is all the small little things. That's what he's very good at. So, um... Where did we leave off last season? Well, let's just kind of recap last season and get people, you know, back up to date. And it was, um, it was an interesting season. It was. And they kind of went on a little departure. What was your guys' take on it? Well, clearly we had. Well, the, one of the big things is that we had Edward James Olmos, who was who played Geller, Professor Geller, mm-hmm. and he was the supposed serial killer for most of that season. But then it ended up not being him because he was dead and it ended up being Colin Hanks' character, Travis. Right. And, and Kristen, wherever she is, wherever you are, she actually called up pretty soon. She said, I don't think he's alive. Yeah. And, and as soon as she did that, we kept looking for the clues. And, you know, when you saw that little trigger, it's like, oh, yeah, look, he's not there and he's not there. Um, Judge, what do you think about it? Yeah, you know, it was an interesting season for me. It was a departure. And... I got to say, honestly, not my favorite season. I'm a huge super fan of the show. And, you know, it was just it was just a little less than the others for me. So I'm really looking forward to the new season. And I I can't wait to see what, you know, happens with Dexter. And they they really went internal Mm -hmm. with the character. They really decided to go, look, we're going to give him this internal debate about the 
moral code versus you know the higher good versus you know, the spiritual. They'd had the interesting overlay about the professor and all the religious overtones to you know the different scenes mm-hmm. and. And of course, I, with with Dexter, we have you know his father to him, who taught him his moral code mm-hmm. or his his code that he uses to not get caught and all these other things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he you know obviously his father is like God to him pretty much because he yeah. taught him this code and they gave him these commandments. But then right. we have the mainstream way of thinking where everybody else is like, okay, religion is this way. This is the way ethics are. You can't kill people. La la la. And yet God kills people all the time. Oh yeah. So smites them. He, he does. He's a, quite the smiter. <laughs> Send all the letters to them. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it was. I, I kind of I liked where the where the writers went with it. You know, it, it was an interesting thing. I think the problem I was having with it was all the action was out of Dexter's hands. Mm-hmm. You know, the previous season he was driving the various. Yeah. He, he had to, you know, take care of business, and this was he was just chasing this whole season, just trying to find out who did it. You know, there was no as much as the debate was happening, I didn't feel like he was right in the center of it. It yeah. seemed like Deborah was more in the center of it. And, um, they, you know, they spent a lot of time with like the Quinn relationship and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So one of the big things from last season was Deborah's feelings towards Dexter. And she's mm-hmm. always had those inappropriate relationships mm-hmm. with men. Right. Mm-hmm. She always sleeps with guys that are maybe too old for her co-workers. Mm-hmm. Witnesses and cases. Yeah. And now she thinks she's in love with with Dexter. Well, I think, yeah. But it's also, she also has a hard time, I think, um, having that emotional connection with with men and so that's probably why she chooses the situations that she shouldn't and Dexter's the one person she's been able to always have like you know at least on her end she doesn't feel he opens up enough to her but she was always open to, to him and could tell him everything and so the know, unattainable so she, male is who she will, which <laughs> is really funny because he can't. Well, you think he can't, except, you know, we'll get to the cliffhanger. But uh, ultimately, this whole situation sucks for Deborah because her stupid psychiatrist, yeah. who's, who's assigned by the police department, is doing a terrible job yes. and tells her, oh, you know, if you're attracted to him, it's okay. He's not your blood brother. It's like, okay, but we know they are half related and no one else knows. So it's just awful. Yeah. You know, the whole it's not blood brother thing is like, oh, no, no. You, you, you don't want to see Marsha and Greg. You know, it's just like, no. Sorry. No, I agree with that, but I I didn't think that was a really good therapist. As much as I've gone through it, she wasn't very good. (laughs) Um, So what what were some... Well, um, you hit on Edward James Olmos, which I thought he died in real life. I thought he did. There were rumors going around. That he had cancer and did not. I mean, it was on the air. People saying, you know, yes, we lost a great actor today. And I was like, oh, bummer. How how did he not? I think I'm wrong. It's amazing how people like tweet stuff and Facebook posts. And then they end up being like terrible rumors later on. Because when when I saw who the guest star was, I was looking at Kristen. I was like, well, that had to have been like one of his last things. Because didn't he? And she's like, yeah, I think he did. I think we're wrong, right? I, is he, he's still living. I think correct. I, you know what? I think he did actually pass away. But we—I was just referring to like all kinds of other things. Like just recently, there were some actors that people said passed away. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. Well, actually. if anyone knows, yeah. If you, if you guys want to yeah. get mad at us and comment us <laughs> <Yeah>. being wrong, <laughs> get in line, please. 
Uh, no, we all, we do enjoy all the comments. We do enjoy all the comments. In fact, what we love is when you go to iTunes and you rate and comment on the shows. It really helps us for two reasons. One, uh, I don't know what that first one is, but the second one <laughs> is we do read all the comments and we get input and uh, we do listen to them. And we do shout-outs to the fans. We do mm-hmm. shout-outs, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, absolutely, go to iTunes, bring up Dexter on AfterBuzz, rate us, say we're awesome, or, you know... <laughs> Give us five stars. <laughs> five stars would be great, or just... And here's the thing. If you're going to, like, come after me, be creative. You know, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, I, we want to hear what you want us to talk about and things you like. Absolutely. And absolutely. You can be blunt, too. It's okay. I'll take the bluntness. <laughs> I like blunt. Um, Colin Hanks was also the uh, psycho. And we were having mm-hmm. a discussion earlier about, about his. Yes, he played Travis. He played Travis. And he uh, ended up being the actual killer. Right, mm-hmm. right. And, and now he started out this meek sort of just little follower and then had to transition into this very serious. Now, what did mm-hmm. you think of that transition while well, he was. Well, well, because you know, you know, he did start out really. Yes, yeah, I like the transition. Did you? I, I did because, because, um, yeah, I just thought it, it gave more level to his character. You know, getting away from just being the meek kind of follower, and I thought, it, I thought it was a good uh, change for. You the really, you really seemed like he got really excited when he got to finally mm-hmm. be this nasty yeah. guy. Because sure when he, when he. When he got people in his, his sights, you got kind of nervous. You he, got kind of scared. He picked them off very easily. It's like yeah. he, he didn't care about killing others that were in his way. Oh, it's part yeah. of God's plan. Gone. Yeah. yeah. And and he was proficient at very. it. Um, there was a, a couple of moments in there well, where you, you had mentioned when we were talking about his level of ability as a serial killer i thought he was probably the one of the weakest among the serial killers that's you know that's just from my personal opinion i I feel like all the other ones they had something a little bit more about him he was the only one who was zealotrous about religion Uh, and i think he was the only one who was really really delusional and crazy where he's like seeing things obviously he was hallucinating that he was seeing um that he was seeing geller like command and tell him what to do yeah, because until you discovered that it was actually Travis doing all the work, it, there were very elaborate scenarios that um, the you know police were walking into and Dexter was walking. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, all that creativity went away. And, and that it was did. a part that I didn't quite understand. I, I didn't see that point of, well, you were doing this before because the professor was didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So why are you not still able to do this that was just a beat that uh, i think they missed do, do you mean creativity in the sense of the, the character travis having creativity yeah. oh okay. yeah in the killing right in the killing in the, right yeah. because suddenly it was like and can you remember what was it that triggered that disconnect from the professor do you when remember? he was i think he was in the basement right yeah they were i think wasn't he he was in the basement of the church mm. and i think that's where he realized that it was just him mm. Because Dexter obviously found the professor's body, and then that's where like the realization happened with like with us as the audience, like really truly, mm-hmm. you know, the professor's dead in the coffin or wherever mm-hmm. he was stored in the freezer. Right. And then that's where I think the next episode after that, that's where it showed Travis's disconnect. That, okay, so that's what made Travis just lost. Okay, well, 
you know, it works. <laughs> I guess it's going to work. Um, what was there anything else from the last season that you know uh, that is, was kind of contained back there? That I'm, nothing. I mean, we still have Quinn. We were putting a time mm-hmm. clock on him. We figured he we, was going to. We felt like he was going to die this, this season. Yeah, every episode is like, okay, next season <laughs> prediction. <laughs> Quinn goes, uh, but he's still with us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Batista is still there. Yep. Deborah's still a lieutenant. She is still a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. Still and, a lieutenant. And you mentioned um, when we were talking earlier off camera that uh, she actually um, she's struggling right with her job as lieutenant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't. I'm not just buying. I'm not buying that she's a lieutenant. She's she, too young and inexperienced. <laughs> just the questions she asks on crime scenes, and um, I she think the writers. I think the writers are making a mistake by by making her language so coarse. Uh, it does. I got it. I love her language. Do you? <laughs> I do. But from a standpoint of feeling like you're in control or feeling like you know you're in charge. Yeah. It, just from a writer's point, it, it's better to give give you better language as opposed to, you know, sort of the chorus. I think that's where they're probably struggling with giving mm-hmm. her, you know, a role like that, but also keeping true to the people that really love that character as Deb. Because, honestly, her foul mouth and the way she, the things she says, I just love. It's you know, <laughs> it makes her endearing, I Yeah. Feel. Right. But, and I agree with the foul and I agree with that. I, I think what I'm saying is um, it, it's when... It's when the comment is just kind of like ignorant or silly, you know. It's just where like, she just like blurts things out yeah. because they're on her mind. Yeah, and there was a lot more of that. I felt yeah. last season that some of them were like a little more random, and, and that requires her team to give her a lot of slack and not look over and like, <laughs> oh, really, seriously, and we're supposed to follow your directions? Why? So, you know, it was just one of those things that I would, I would. It wasn't easy for me to just set that aside when I was watching it and just like, oh, come on, just a little bit more work than you could have had. You just tweak those lines a little bit more. I think that's what I'm saying. I've stopped listening, so I don't know. <laughs> um, well, with with us being, you know, we we watch the show obviously here. We watch it unedited, so we get to hear all the foul language and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really interesting how I actually saw a two minute. Uh, teaser, I guess, of like the beginning of the very first episode of this oh, yeah. up- upcoming season. I saw it, I, like someone posted it on Facebook and I, oh, just wow. clicked, I clicked on it, I was able to watch it and I think it's on, it, it might be on Showtime um, uh, the website, uh, show's website. So, um, it's interesting how much she actually swears because it, it had to be edited because it's free and it's out there. So, every other word <laughs> with her, it's just like bleeped out. Now, and w- <laughs> When she's confronting Dexter during the whole uh, kill in oh, the this, this is this is the beginning of the next. Yes. Oh, so post uh, Travis disposal. Exactly. Well, not disposal. He's still laying there. Well, <laughs> yeah, not not fully disposed. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, you heard in the pre- uh, in the promo that Fox has got some cool shows coming up, and we got Zoe Deschanel uh, in New Girl. That's cool. Right? Dorky mm-hmm. and funny. Dorky mm-hmm. and funny. We got Ben and Kate coming up. Um, and Mindy Kaling is now off of the office on her own thing, The Mindy Project. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we're going to check those out, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Popcorn. Soda yeah. pop. The Mindy one, I believe she writes and produces herself, right? She's funny. I think so. She mm-hmm. is. They're all funny, but dang, she was hilarious on The Office. So I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure she was amazing a on The Office. Very good show. Yeah. So, uh, 
So this is going to be for um, Dexter. This is going to be season seven. Yes? I think it might be six. I think it's six. Is it six? It might be six. Okay, because eight is the end. So we've got three more seasons. We've got this season seven and then eight. Okay. Um, We were also chatting about the who's going to fill in for Travis and the professor. And we were really hoping that you remembered the video designer, the character that's playing, that plays a video designer, the game. Do you remember his name? Oh, 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 oh. We don't remember it. I don't remember and his we name either. we were searching either. around and we couldn't find it. He's the one that sold the stuff on eBay. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they dropped all those little things. He had yeah. um, one of the truck killer. The ice truck actually, killer. The ice truck killer. Yeah. Okay, last, it was, it's actually season seven now. It's it was season now. six last okay. season. Okay. okay, so we had two more seasons. Yes, including so, this one. Right. So the end of next season is the end of the show. That's good. Not that I ever want to see this show end, but I but I do like it when the shows put a end date on there because then you know you have something to write for and I feel like the story really picks up. So and, I think that'll, that'll help. agreed. Yeah, it will pick up, and also when it's coming to an end, you know everybody is uh, on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You know, usually like season three. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> New guy is. But but now. You know, every, everything is amped up, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pretty sure great. Dexter will make it to the end. <laughs> Maybe. Do you think, do you think he's going to sail <laughs> off into the sunset on his boat, free and clear? I don't know. I don't know, because once they introduced hmm. the child, once they introduced his son, everything changed. And that was, real quick to go back, that was one of the things that uh, last season also I thought was interesting. They were try, He's trying to figure out his way as a father. As well as a killer, as mm-hmm. right, and, and a public servant, as a public servant. <laughs> but I mean, what kind of lessons? How are you going to change those lessons so your child understands? How are you going to still be a dad and and not have this schizophrenic sort of? No, I'm really a good person, although I enjoy my work yeah. way too much. Or is he going to train his son like his father did? Yeah, yeah, except that you need to have that one kind of <laughs> core, you know. You can't like go son. This is a family work. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Father and son Here's day. Your knife. Yeah. <laughs> family business. Bring, bring your son to work day. So, um, well, it, he's he is on a good path. He got started. You know, I think he's still going to maintain a separation. You know, almost like the separation we had between church and state. Mm. Separation with him having his nightlife, his moonlighting as a serial killer, versus having his son at home. You know, because he wants to. Obviously, his son has a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Batista's sister, constantly there all the time, mm-hmm. taking care of him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then we have him being set up to go to that preschool, right? right? Which yep. is going to be a Catholic preschool where Batista's like family goes to. So it's going to be like he's starting his son on a good path of like faith and religion, spirituality, whereas Dexter didn't have those things. He wants more and, for and, his son. And, and, and that really is if... See, what's so frustrating about this is the character that you really want to talk to, the character that you really want to open up, won't. You know, I want to have a conversation with Dexter about, well, where does God play in this? You know, where Are you on par with him? Are you not? Or are you doing his business? Well, then that was a really small push to Travis and the professor. You know, those, those, that's a conversation. I don't think they had that last season. They, they At the very end, where he, it, like, just 
stabs Travis through the heart, he does say something where it's kind of like he accepts his role in God's plan. In God's like plan. Like, he, he kind of believes, like, before Dexter was, like, completely, completely atheist. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like he, he is, like, he's that necessary evil that there is in the world. That's what he feels like. Well, they did use a whole season to show his spirituality and mm-hmm. to lay that groundwork in. So it'll be interesting to see where that comes in and how because here's where the here's where the series pops is when we get to see Dexter go after the bad guys and how he plots it, how he takes care of it, mm-hmm. the, and that moment of when they realize he's going to win and he really enjoys his work. Mm-hmm. All of that is great stuff. That's when it pops. But if you've got a spiritual right wrong overlay on that, that's that's some pretty good juggling that you're going to need to do. So we will yeah. see. What actually yeah. what actually is an interesting uh thing to look at is obviously in the early seasons, season 1, season 2, we had a lot more random bad guys getting killed by Dexter. People who were just like there for one episode, he used them to hunt to satisfy himself and they were gone. Mm-hmm. And as the seasons have gone on, I noticed mm-hmm. that we have more like big time serial killers that are there and a lot less of those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those like expendable seri- uh, killers and criminals. So yeah. I wonder, do you think in the coming season, are we going to have, are we going to go back to having a few more expendable people or like half a dozen more at least? <laughs> well, uh, I, I, you know, JJ, I don't know about you, but but the when they had that one storyline played out all of last season, the energy dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I agree. So, but I think you were also coming off with when um, John Lithgow was, you know, the killer. It was like mm-hmm. the best. Trinity. Yeah, the Trinity killer was like the best season of television ever so i think that also made it really difficult for me as i was on such a high after that season you know so i think for the next killers to try to compare to that level was just i think anybody was gonna have a really tough time you know, uh, just, that, that intense of a yeah, I just, dynamic. Oh, I can feel your intensity. I love you're, like, <laughs> you're shaking the table. It was so good. I just, I like, it was like, oh, another episode. God, I can wait till the next Sunday. <laughs> well, I, I, um, like I said, I liked where they took it. I liked that journey, but during the whole debate that they were having, I kept thinking, there's got to be someone that needs to die. Yeah. <laughs> there's got to be somebody out there that Dexter <laughs> can just, like, you know, take care of. Um, so, we're, we're going to be wrapping this up pretty quick. Um, this upcoming season, Deborah evidently knows that's going to be really hard to cover up. It's going to be, you know, after seeing me seeing that two minute like teaser of the first episode, it's Dexter, you know, he's always had such creative ways of lying and then people just believe him, Mm -hmm. you know, and and Deborah's obviously I feel like she's going to fall into that again where she's clearly going to have to believe him because number one, it's her brother. And number two, she's, you know, she just doesn't want anything to happen to him. Was there. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, uh, I was pretty much done. Was there anything you saw in the teaser? I haven't seen the teaser yet that you were like, oh, like, you know. The, no, not, were, no, not too much. It's just him, like, lying his butt off. Like, just he's got he's got Travis there still on the chopping block, 
you know, wrapped in plastic, not even dismembered yet. And and she's like, what the hell are you doing, Dexter? Why do you have him there? You know, you can't explain this away. And he's trying. You know, he's trying. Obviously, it's, it's going to happen beyond that two minutes. But I'm just I'm interested to see how. Yeah. To me, there's only a couple of ways this thing can go. She's either going to say, you're this guy. And um, I have to accept that. Or she's going to say, OK, I believe you. Hmm. You know, and and the problem is Dexter doesn't really change in his arc. He doesn't his character never shifts. So it's required of all the peripheral characters to make these shifts for the story to move along. Um, what if what if she? Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you. No, go ahead. But uh, what if she ends up? totally accepting him being a serial killer now that i think Mm -hmm. is interesting yeah and if if that happens is she going to be feeding him uh guys that she thinks deserve to die you know i i I was looking at this thing going brother sister bonnie clyde i mean you know Mm -hmm. uh, because they're kind of laying it in where she's like i think i can accept him no matter who he is they spent a lot of time on that this last season and then they're saying okay well here's who he is Mm -hmm. and so what are you going to do here um and just from a character point it's going to be hard for me to like see her believe what he says and not what she sees right and, and yeah. not have any ramification, not have any overflow on that, not just continually just say, oh, it's just him with his hobby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have to deal with this. If, they, if, they're, if it's a thing where they don't, it's going to – there's just going to be a white elephant in the room and it's not that big a room. Or a pink elephant. Mm-hmm. Pink elephant. <laughs> um, and, of course, the video game guy who we all know his name. I think it's – Video game guy. <laughs> um, we got him sleeping with Batista's sister. He he he's got to be coming mm-hmm. back. Oh, he is. He has to be too. Yeah. And do you think he knows who Dexter is? Because that his is whole thing, question. his whole thing mm-hmm. is he wants to do a video game about a serial killer, and Dexter's mm-hmm. like, that's crazy. Who would want to do that? But he's hanging around for a reason, and he knows. They've already shown that he's got some. Uh, the truck ice truck killer mm-hmm. he had the mannequin's yeah. arm right so they're laying in he has history um I, I don't know what do you think 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 he knows dexter think he knows i don't think he does i think he just sees dexter as being you know that that guy he looked up to at one point but i don't think he knows he's a serial killer hmm. maybe he'll be another one that'll kind of you know start to have suspicions about him Maybe, you know, come back and then, I don't know, start having suspicions of Dexter. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with the video. And as far as, like, is he going to be savvy enough to do, like, a try to market it and create these scenes on his own and then say, oh, yeah, it's part of my video game. What a coincidence. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do with it. Yeah, that would be interesting if that happened. Yeah. You know, here's what I hope for this season. Here's my prediction. And now, prediction. <laughs> no? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Thank, thank you, John, in the booth. You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Okay. Here's what I hope. I hope that this upcoming season, um, there is sort of more of a man, um, wild card on the loose. You know, it was too controlled and mm-hmm. laid out and everything this last season. I, I'd want the guy that they don't know, you know, the, the grand spectacle was okay. 
But you know, I, I, totally I much, agree. Yeah. yeah, I'd much rather have the energy of just a crazy guy. You mean like a crazed serial killer? Yeah, out there on as the opposed loose, to who the, we don't the, know who it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just something I, I to be a little that. more surprised by, like more things you don't see coming. Or I, yeah. yeah, I agree. That reminds me of the ice truck killer. We did mm-hmm. not know who he was until more more than like three quarters of the way through the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that I would love to have something like that back. Maybe that was the maybe that was the the when, I, when I'm saying the energy drop or whatever. Maybe it was because you were seeing both stories play out simultaneously. It was just kind of like there's no tension. You know, there was no yeah. crazy tension going on. Well, that was my prediction. So I'm done. <laughs> what do you guys have? <laughs> Can we jump on your prediction? Sure. <laughs> I, Absolutely. I, do you mind if I – I'll do my prediction second. Absolutely. No, okay. So I feel I, – I think that – you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier. But I feel like Deb is I, – I think she is going to accept extra. She's going to be reluctant at first. But I think she is going to help him out. And what I – kind of want to see you know i don't know if the writers will go this way but there's only two seasons left why not make the make the incestuous relationship happen there you go yeah (laughs) i think there's going to be a lot of that in this in this season because you can't have her dealing you just kind of leave leave that out there and be like oh never mind so i think that is gonna and maybe that's why because of her feelings she will accept him because if she truly loves him and loves everything so maybe that'll be a new kind of you know, she'll just have to, go, to deal with. She'll have to go along with the code. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. That is our pre-Dexter show for season seven, which will be starting mm-hmm. next week. That's right. Um, and it's on Showtime on Sunday. Check your local mm-hmm. listings. Tune in for all your favorite shows at After Buzz. A lot of the hosts do a lot of different things, and we're all awesome. Um, where do we find you? wonderful people you can find me on twitter at sean underscore overman and you can check out my website too seanoverman.org for curing all your netflix syndrome there you go (laughs) and i'm on twitter at at jj jorgens and my website is jjjorgens.com i'm just hanging around (laughs) chances are i'm at trader joe's checking it out good samples so that's it (laughs) we'll see you next week for the dexter after buzz show and um hey everybody have a good week and we will see you then From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.